Hi, this is Lindy Kaiser. Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Podcast. Tyler Murphy is a security manager and facility security officer at BAE Systems. He was recently a speaker at the NCMS Conference, an annual gathering of security professionals. His topic was a bit unconventional for a security conference, mindfulness. We invited him for an interview to describe more about why the topic is an important one for him and how he applies attributes of mindfulness to his workday. What actually is mindfulness as you would define it? Mindfulness is a huge general term. For me personally, what mindfulness would be was being very here in the moment. Our lives are very cluttered right now with thousands of different distractions. There's people whose whole jobs at are is to take some of our attention away and feed into those distractions. And it makes it very hard as a security person or as just in general corporate world in general to try to focus on things that really need attention and really need focusing on when you have so many distractions. For me, with mindfulness, it's kind of like a meditation where it's a sacred pause of action of everything else going on where you come here now now to the moment and being here, you can then focus yourself down and focus on what it is you need to do both for your work and as a person. To me, that's what mindfulness would be called. Can you think about why maybe that topic really resonated with the security professionals at a security conference? Why would they really be interested in a topic like mindfulness? I think they were really interested to come to my briefing is because it's the first time it's ever been offered by a security professional for security professionals. There's lots of mindfulness topics right now. It's very hot. It's something that a lot of insurance companies have out there. It's something that you see on the front of Time magazine, but nobody actually took it and addressed this ancient knowledge and some of its new kind of neuroscience to security professionals directly. So that's what I tried to do was build a presentation that was something that a security person could actually take and use in their everyday life, which is rare for us. Do you think for maybe security professionals, are there challenges unique or specific to your industry that make mindfulness more difficult? Yes, there are some people that in the security world that refer to us as firemen. And the reason why is because almost all the time when you're dealing with people, it's this person's worst day, or this is the worst thing that's happened to this person. And we, as a security professional, that's when I'm dealing with these people is when these awful things have happened. At the same time, as you remember from my brief when I gave it, I talked about that we'll be really into something like a policy decision that really requires deep, deep thought to try to understand and see what this is. And you're getting constant phone calls, people coming by the office for, you know, smaller things like, you know, my badge is broken, I need to fix this, I need to fix that. What I've noticed in the security profession is that we seem to get interrupted a lot more than a lot of the other functions do because we're seen as kind of a funnel for information. There's a lot of people that will come to your security professional to ask a question that maybe should be going to finance or something that should be over with contracts or operations, you know, things like that. For us, as a security professional, mindfulness is something to help us bring ourselves back to the now, refocus on whatever it is that we were working on and try to maintain that optimum level of mind as much as you can. So along those lines, what were some of those practical tips? I know you offered some to being more mindful in your everyday work. If you remember, I offered several tips on that, some of which that dealt with being more positive in a very negatively focused world, and some of which that were just, you know, very basic exercises. One of them was what I call the Do the One Thing Now initiative, and there's actually uh, a lot of stuff out in the internet and, and a lot of literature where they talk about this. And what it is is that, like right now on this interview, this is all I'm doing. I am focusing totally right now on you, your questions, and my responses, instead of this being, say, a general 
conference call where I have you on speakerphone and I'm writing emails or IMs at the same time or looking through my paperwork. What this the Do One Thing Now initiative is, is that I focus totally on this one thing for, say, 10 or 15 minutes. So you stop the multitasking, I stop my brain going in every direction, and I focus totally on a phone call, an email, a policy decision, whatever it is, and then I move on from there. That's one of the practical applications. Oh, oh sorry. It took me a minute. I was responding to email as you were saying that, Tyler. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> so, I so you, that. So I, I will say you got me a little bit at the conference because you did talk about the focusing on one thing. This is something that is a personal challenge for me as the queen of can I have 25 browsers I actually regularly crash my computer because I refuse to shut it down because I don't want to lose something that I have if I was a smarter IT person I would figure out a better way to track my information but it is that you know it is the multiple browser the multiple I, I don't think I ever log in my computer and I just have one one thing up or doing one thing kind of are, are arguing here a little bit the case that maybe you need to try to allocate time to do one thing how do you how do you make that happen in an everyday workday when you're used to getting interrupted you can't control the cosmos as you know what i try to do myself is try to control as much as i can as possible so if it's a normal workday there's no emergencies going on and i want to take this time to say focus on my do one thing initiative i'll unplug the phone i will take my cell phone off of my hip and focus just on this one thing and not allow anything else to distract me. Does that mean on a, you know, a Tuesday somebody won't walk in with a broken badge? No, it doesn't. But what I am doing is I am forcing my brain to rewire itself to not be caught up in all those browsers. Like what you said, for me, it's emails. I'll have 30 emails up and then my computer crashes and I've lost everything. So I've gotten in the habit now of saving drafts so I have everything. But, you know, I'm just as guilty of it as everyone else. Is. So in that, you don't schedule time to do this. It's one of those things that you do as the day goes on. Instead of thinking, you know, at 11 o'clock, I'm going to do this, and then something happens at 11. Well, then it needs to slide to 11.30 or 12 or 12.30. It's one of those things that mindfulness practice every day of a security person's life or anyone in general that's trying to do it, it has to be flexible. And what I talk about a lot is instead of focusing everything on one time period, it's kind of like having a gigantic earthquake. So instead of trying to get everything done at once, I try to spread out my mindfulness practice five minutes here, 10 minutes there, while still getting your job done and still moving forward, but taking those little bits of time for yourself as the day goes on. So then if I miss a couple here and there, there's still some practice that got done during the day. You mentioned this earlier, you know, kind of the negativity that a security professional deals with. It's not usually people coming to you with a great success story of something went well. It's usually something <laughs> broke. There, there was a a security flaw, there's a policy, there was a policy violation, personnel issues, a lot of negativity coming into your workday. You might feel like you spend your day dealing with negatives and not positives. So how do you kind of focus on the positives in that or how do you cope with the negatives? As you heard from my brief, we as humans have evolved with a negativity bias. And where that comes from is, you know, you have the humans way back in the day, if they were walking down a path and they saw a stick and assumed that it was a snake, and they had that thought process, if that stick was a snake, then they live. If every person just walked down a path and assumed that that stick was a stick, they got bit by the snake, their genes didn't make it to who you are now, right? We as humans already have that negativity bias because it's helped us evolve to this point. 
right? So it's very hard for us as an everyday human to try to overcome that negativity and not see your world from that world point, from that view of always the, the negativity. And you're right, with being a security person, almost everything we deal with comes in as negative. So for me, what I do, and it's very, very hard, and at first, you know, everyone laughs when they hear it, but something like a positive list. When I have people that walk in that have something that's profoundly negative, I think about positives for that day. You know, things that were good. I woke up today. I made it to work. I've been able to get here. I have a job. General things like that help me out in general. But when it comes to specific people like, say, people I don't like to deal with. Before I pick up the phone when they call me, I wish that person to have a good day. I think about that person having a good day and then it affects my responses when I talk to this person and offsets a little bit of that negativity. I can't make my workplace more positive. I can't make the world more positive, but what I can do is make my personal interactions with everyone that I deal with more positive, creating kind of a feedback loop in my own life for, well, you know, really it's not that bad. I don't hear a lot about mindfulness in the workplace yet, but I'm hearing a lot more about work-life balance. And I feel like there's kind of some synergy between those two as you're describing it. Is there a correlation between quote-unquote work-life balance as it's described for job seekers or candidates or offices and the idea of mindfulness? Yes, I can. And when I hear work-life balance, I always imagine air quotes around that when I hear it. And the reason why is because most people that work in the security field, it's hard for us to find a work-life balance because we're the ones that are getting calls at four o'clock in the morning for issues. You know, you're the one that gets called on the way home. So one of the things that I teach, one of the things I talk about is creating that separation in between your work and when you go home. I myself am a family man. There's a lot of stuff that happens every day at work that I don't want to take that negativity home, even though it's something you've dealt with all day. So I have about a 45-minute drive home. In that 45-minute drive, I listen to podcasts about all kinds of topics that have nothing to do with security to kind of allow myself that little bit of a break. And by allowing that little bit of a break, it kind of brings my sanity level back down and out of the security manager mode and more into the, the family man kind of mode. For myself, when I think about mindfulness and work-life balance, Mindfulness is something that you do all the time, every day, at work, at home, at play, wherever you are. That's, that's mindfulness. All the time, these tools and this way of thinking affects all manner of your life. Whereas with the work-life balance, it's one of those things because we are attached to our phones and the growth of the 24-7, I guess, workplace because we have so much technology is, you know, instead of picking up your phone to look at your work emails, why not focus on something else? That to me is a work-life balance of separating yourself from your phone, from your workplace, unless, of course, it's an emergency and you have to be there. But uh, that's why they have my home number, you know, because if it's an emergency, they can call that and get me. So a lot of what you talk about is maybe almost strategic pausing throughout your workday. Do you think that actually improves the quality of what people are doing as well as their attitude toward it? Mindfulness and what you just asked are an intensely personal kind of thing. So what works for me may not work for you in your environment, may not work for someone else in another environment, and may not work for them in the workplace. So a lot of what it is is finding what works for you. 
if taking a five-minute breather where you turn your back to your computer and just sit there and think about nothing and stare at the wall work, then that's what you do. If the do one thing initiative works for you, that's what you do. If getting up and walking in a green space that you have to your work, walking and getting water, you know, taking a break away from our everyday thought process, getting up from your chair instead of just sitting in front of your computer for six hours, but actually getting up and moving to say, read a policy that you printed out in hand. All those things involve mindfulness and all those things can work together or alone for the individual themselves. Really, it's just to a large extent, it is being more thoughtful, more mindful, as it were, about how you do your work, why you do your work, and making sure it gets accomplished in a way that's going to work well for you, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah, I actually have two quotes that I really like that I tend to throw out to people. One of them is from Albert Einstein, and it says, a new type of thinking is essential if mankind is to survive and move towards higher levels. So if I do the same thing that I do every day, all the time, that stresses me out, that causes me stress, I'm just thinking the same way all the time. I'm never leaving that, and then I wonder why I feel these feelings of stress and all this when I don't actually change what's in my life. Part of mindfulness is actually looking at the world and your life in a new way. And by that, changing those old thought patterns to be able to step out of like what Albert Einstein was talking about was a new type of thinking for the individual. The other one is actually a Star Wars quote you know, from Yoda where he says, do or do not, there is no try. And when it comes to mindfulness, it really is that. It's like a physical workout. I can't think about doing bicep curls and expect to see any results or go out and do one bicep curl and then, you know, expect to not have to do another one for my whole life. Mindfulness is changing the way that your neural pathways function in the brain about seeing the world in a new way, being different in that world. And then by doing that and seeing a little bit more positive, focusing towards those ends, having a more fulfilling life. You kind of blew my mind there with uh, one of your, so if I try, it's not actually doing it. See, cause I wear athleisure, I work from home and I wear athleisure everywhere, every day. Cause I feel like then it's like I'm working out even though I haven't, cause I am wearing <laughs> athletic attire. I get at, I had a conference call this morning and somebody said, oh, Lindy, did you just come back from the gym. I said, no, I'm just wearing gym clothes so that the appearance of gymnasts will be on me and therefore, therefore I'll be more fit. That's, that, that's not going to work is what no. I'm hearing. So I'm a little, right. a little concerned. So if you stayed but on the phone those... and then got up and did about 30 squats, that would count. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I, I'm, I might finish this up a little early, so I'll, 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 I'll make up that time. I promise I'll do, I'll do my lunges. Did you have anything to add or anything that you think would be useful for a security professional or even just anyone who might be listening to this as they think through mindfulness in their workday? Because mindfulness has now become such a huge topic, if this is really something that people have an interest in and really something that they want to do, there really is no excuse to just type mindfulness into Google and see where it goes from there. A lot of the big tech companies, Microsoft, Google, some of the Silicon Valley folks have been using these mindfulness programs with their employees so that they can kind of have a more fulfilling experience at their workplace. Those kinds of companies are actually investing money and time into it. There really is something there. And I think if people are really interested in the concept of mindfulness, not just as a security professional, but as a person in general. These techniques have existed since the beginning of time in all religious facets, in every culture. Though they're called different things and they mean different things, they've always been there. So if this is something that people are really interested in, they need to go out, look at it, and then go back to the quote of Yoda, do it. Actually do it, and I 
can honestly say that if they really follow it and put together any kind of a program for themselves or follow some of the established programs, they'll see some pretty instantaneous results. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Security Clearance Podcast. Please visit news.clearancejobs.com for more security clearance news, insights, and information. Have a great day.